This episode of That Record Got Me High is sponsored by Is This Tomorrow? Is This Tomorrow, a weekly webcomic, features absurdist humor and seriously silly amusement key to the sophisticated palette of discerning listeners like you. Since migrating online in 2003, Is This Tomorrow has always been absolutely free, with no annoying advertising or paywalls. Visit isthistomorrow.com. You'll find hours of archived entertainment, hundreds of comics to distract from work, responsibilities, or just the existential pain of being alive. Dig through the archive for special Halloween comics, autobiographical strips, and even some in Anaglyph 3D. Also check out our Society6 merch page for lots of Is This Tomorrow swag. Society6 forward slash Is This Tomorrow. New strip every Monday, now in color. IsThisTomorrow.com Get some juicy tidbits in there. Everybody, uh, remember, you know, uh, yeah, perfect. Okay, so five, four, three, two, one. All right, welcome everyone to another episode of That Record Got Me High. That's Barry Stock. That's Rob Elba. And today we have a special episode. Special. We we are not in our normal That Record Got Me High studio. That's correct. We are at uh, Dan Hosker's studio in South Beach, and our special guest today is Mr. Frank. Palestra, otherwise known as Rat Bastard. How you doing, Rat? Hey, what's up, dude? All right, welcome to the uh, that record got me high yep. uh, at Rat Studio, and uh, we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about a band called My Dad Is Dead, and uh, what's the name of the record? A divided house. <laughs> a divided. I keep wanting we to say we did listen to the record. A house divided. It is like I, yeah, yeah. I keep wanting we to say it. a house divided because yeah. that's the thing, but, but it's I, called a divided house. Give you notes. We have, we're good. We we do, we do research. Believe it or not, we actually do a lot of work during the we week. Do. Yeah, we I do know. research. All right, so let's start. I, I just want to introduce everyone to uh, to Rat a little because uh, Rat. Now, how do you like to be referred to? Because I've seen they call you a a producer, a noise artist. But if someone was talking about you, how how would you like to be known? How do you? Well, like I mean, known? it's usually a produce a producer, a musician, producer. And you also founded the uh, INC. So tell us about yeah. the International Noise Conference. It, International Noise Conference is just uh, uh, it was a group of friends that got together in uh, um, Miami, in Churchill's in Miami in like uh, 19, uh, 2014. Was it? No, two, two, 20, 2004. Sorry. 2000, yeah, because it's been going for yeah. more than 10 years now, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, 2004. All right, so every year we do, they have the International Noise Conference. And, and it's gotten bigger and bigger every year. It's huge. It went from now. like 30 artists to about over 200 artists. Over 200 artists. It basically lasts a week now, and it's just basically artists from all over the world, not just the country, all yep. over the world. Yeah. Australia. Um, yes, and they're doing... Noise, it's noise is kind of a loose thing because you, there's all different kind of shit. Going it's on. Uh, well, it's uh, it's not just noise. Right. The reason why we used the it was the, actually the name is a joke. You know, noise conference, international noise right. conference. Just so that, you know, so we can get our some attention from yeah. someone. That, but basically, it's it's slippery when wet. It's, yeah. It, it was, well, speaking, it, I think what that means. So you people go, okay, I'm going to go to this. Uh, I remember what's her name peeing in a cup and flinging it on the into the audience. Right. And, a lot of performance. There's art, art, right. Yeah, yeah. That was that good. What backed up by really interesting music. It's just pee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still a lot of music, even that though is, that's, true. that's yeah, happening. Yeah. But a lot of people, a lot of these people, these creative types are doing such a. Visual event, they, <laughs> they, you, are, they, no, are. they are. They are. Yeah, they are. You're not really level. even paying attention to the music. Which Maybe is the guy amazing. that smashes plates on his head isn't as creative as yeah. someone else. Yeah. But they're all creative. I'm yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like the opposite of punk rock, where the band's standing there bored true. as hell, true. and and then the crowd is just going crazy, not even listening to them. <laughs> it's the opposite. All okay. right. So I will. I do have All to right. say that uh, the first time I ever heard about my dad is dead is from Rat. I actually, I actually heard uh, about a lot of bands when I moved back down here in 1990, and I actually knew Rat even before that because uh, he um, he was part owner of Sync Studios, and I, I knew him since the 80s. But he exposed me. I think the first down I heard Guided by Voices was with Rat. He used to do, remember, he used to do the Christmas tapes, the mixtapes, yep. he used yep. to hand out. So I learned about the Dog Faced Hermans and 
Sebado, probably the first yeah. time I heard was from you. And yeah. definitely My Dad is Dead, uh, the first time I heard was from Rat. And also, Rat, I have to say real quick, uh, besides your band, the, uh, well, band, uh, Laundry Room Squelchers, it's not, is it a band? Oh, I mean, it's like a, you know, it's uh, a collective. collective. Yeah. It's a collective. Laundry Room Squelchers has been going for how long now? Since 94. Since '94, uh, you're also years. you're also a member of To Live and Shave in L.A. with, yeah. uh, with wasn't that what you were doing in Ireland? Another yeah. maniac, yeah. Tom Smith. That's we did a four day uh, tour in Ireland. Um, so that's been around. But but your biggest claim to fame is what? Is that two guys wrote uh, an entire rock opera about right. you called the Rat Opera? That's right. And that two men are me and my friend Brian Franklin. Yeah. And uh, there is something called the Rat yeah. Opera. You could go to the RatOpera.com or the Rat Opera. What year was that? That was a few years ago now. That's getting, I mean, time marches on. <laughs> and, and, and then there's Scraping Teeth, obviously. Ah, yes. The Blacks, right? The worst, right. Ba- the the worst, worst band, band in America, yeah. Scraping Teeth. Yes. Spin Magazine, 1993. <laughs> <laughs> so Rat is our guest. But today we're talking about My Dad is Dead, which right. is basically, it's is now, My Dad is Dead is not really a band. It's mainly a recording project by this guy, uh, Mark, Edwards. Mark Edwards. Right. So, and you know him personally, right? Yeah. Uh, back in... Uh, 85 i put out this uh single that was horrible but it was some weirdo single and uh my first record and uh it got out and got re- reviewed in Rockpool and other places and and so mark uh wrote me and says can i get some copies of that yeah. so i sent them a copy and then he goes can i have 20 more <laughs> so i sent them 20 more i didn't care you things know? are tough and i didn't even you know i didn't even sell them to him i just gave them to him here yeah. you go and he was he wrote about it and he did a, a a small music thing called Pollution Control and he just in, totally, Cle- in Cleveland in Cleveland yeah, right in, in Cleveland. Cleveland yeah and he totally was into it and then became friends and then about not a, even a year later or so he put out his first record mm-hmm. and sent it to me and that's you know and I'm like that's how we've been friends ever since yeah nice and uh, so he was a drummer originally right a drummer in bands in the '80s and then uh, and then he started this project where it was basically him yeah with a drum machine with a drum yeah. machine it had a very like you know uh you know very uh it's got a there's some jo- a joy, joy division, division type like yeah. type but not uh, exactly not exactly <laughs> because they didn't have a, as good guitar player <laughs> right <laughs> so and they and i don't think their lyrics were as well as good and i don't yeah. think that, and, he the, does and have the melody really is really clever it is it's, it's like Cleveland. I'm actually surprised. I was kind of surprised when when listening to it. Uh, I'm kind of surprised that, that how much you really like this because it is musical. I mean, it is really yeah. musical. He has good and yeah. and but the lyric. I think with you, I think it's the lyrics, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, no, it's a guitar play. He's is it the guitar playing? Yeah. Well, he's probably what one of I the best. <laughs> he's probably one of the best guitar players as far as melody goes yeah. and, and 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 how he layers is the guitars right. and the chords that you'll ever you'll ever hear. And he's using, he uses like some. It seems like he's using a, like a droneish tuning on some things. Yeah. He's not using standard tuning. Yeah, so he gets a, a different sound. Right. Did some of this? Some of this also reminds me of another band I really like, a Built to Spill. Did you hear any? A Built to I don't spill like. Spill. <laughs> yeah, I, of course I you don't. That. Of course I won't you be doing it. Like terrible. Terrible. But okay. I still I okay, personally so hear some Built to Spill. The reason I, my dad is dead, I, I have to confess, never. I had read the name. I never paid any attention to them until right. a, a couple of three years ago. I was like, uh, I was like, somebody's fucking who's called? Who, is that me or you, That's Rat? Me. That's you. Yeah, I got the same ringtone. Rat's very important. Rat's no, very no, important. No, ignoring it. Celebrity. Yeah. Some so celebrity. I gotta, um, uh, just a text. <laughs> so I was, I was, I was like, I, I, here's what I uh, Googled. Interpol, Joy Division. Because I thought Interpol, your friend, Sam Pogorino, yes. I thought their band had, you know, there's some Joy Division oh, influence yeah. there. And there was an article in, like, uh, you can just Google it yourself, and you'll find it. First hit, it was like, no, this is the, Interpol does not sound like Joy Division. Interpol sounds like My Dad is Dead. And oh, I, and, really? And then I just, I Googled which, it, and it was like, Sam oh, he knows as well. <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> and yeah. so I Googled, oh, and he just put out all of his... Records that the early records uh, were all free on his yeah. website. Yeah. I was like, "Well, fuck, bonus!" Yeah. So I went and downloaded them, and they're fantastic. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, they're so uh, that was it. Was unfortunately, I'm an, a new, you know, a, a neophyte. Well, that's why we're doing this, right? There that's why we're go, doing right. it. We got more three people layers. Of, so the yes. early early live shows, it was ba- it was him playing with a drum machine. Yes, yeah. and you all, now you also produced another band, a Miami band that started out with a drum machine too, didn't you? Here in this very studio. 
Gloria Estefan. Gloria Estefan. Marilyn, Ma- Marilyn Manson. Wow. <laughs> and the Spooky Kids. Yeah, well, they, they went to a drum machine. They actually had Fred had played the first Marilyn Manson show uh, with, with Scott. And, uh, and the, the first Marilyn Manson, obviously, was a girl, Cindy Dietz. And, uh, I didn't know that. Did you know that? Yeah, 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 information. Yeah. Yeah. And she said, this this stuff sucks. <laughs> and she did, and she wasn't even going to put the vocals on the four track stuff. So one night me and Scott and then Brian, I met Brian that night. He came with Scott. He worked with Scott and uh, we were trying to figure out. He goes, she don't even want to do the vocals on the, on the recordings. And I'm like, because she hates this shit. So we figured we'd get Brian to take a megaphone and do the vocals. Yeah, yeah, the Gibby And the, the rest Gibby is, Haynes and the rest the rest is history. Hor- a horrible history. A horrible history. <laughs> All right, so just real quick, I just want to make a, a note that the name of the project was taken from the fact that both of Edward's parents were dead by the time he was only 21. Ooh. But why wasn't it, why isn't it called uh, My, uh, my, my parents, parents Are Dead? dead. <laughs> my dad is dead. My dad is dead sounds yeah. cool. I, maybe he's... Dad just passed away. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. People, I mean, bad names on me. We had this discussion Shit, already, really. but my father is, my dad's dead. Rob's dad's dead. Yeah, all, all our dads are actually dead. Right, so yeah, that's, that's a right. So, bit of so all right. So, uh, so a divided house, even though, so at this point, uh, which this record came out in 2005, 2005, right? Yeah. So he had a, uh, there was an actual band, so there's other people playing on this, right? right? Okay. So yeah, he's but got he, friends, he's got close friends that, that usually play on, mul- on on a lot of his records. There's right. A drummer and a bass player that mostly has covered most of his records, uh, friends of his. Right. One from Cleveland, the other one I think... Could be Nashville or so. Carolina yeah, he's got the drummer Scott uh, Pickering, which Pickering, I think you yes, said yeah. you, you, you. Yeah, you know he that usually dude plays too, right? with in noise shows in Cleveland. Uh, I think I've played with that with him in, in uh, noise shows in Cleveland. Okay, and also another thing I noticed in the songwriting. Now you guys may shoot me down again. You don't hear any a uh, Bob Mould. Well, Bob yeah. Mould-ish? Okay, but the, here's the question. Uh, probably, uh, you probably wait, 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 Bob wait, 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 wait. Now, right? Susan and I went over this. I know my wife comes up in every episode, but that's what we do. <laughs> we talk about music. So I was like, okay. Who's influencing who? It yeah. doesn't sound like fucking Husker Do. Right. No, it's, no. It, it, it sounds does. like Bob Mole listened to My Dad Is Dead exactly. records That's and was happened. like, yeah. yeah. And was okay. like, oh, I like the way this sounds. Yeah. I'm going to make, make, yeah, okay. make a solo career out of My Dad Is Dead ripoffs. Yeah. Because exactly. I call, because it's <laughs> he actually. He influenced a lot of people. He influenced Pollard. Uh, uh, Pollard's guitar player right now is plays in My Dad Is Dead from time to time. There you uh, go. Doug, uh, Doug Gillard. Does yes. he really? Yes. I did not know yes. that. And Look he played that. in that probably that show where everybody's talking over him. Look at oh, yeah, the 2000. Yeah. Yeah, what was that, Barry? You said it was in 2011, like final the show. final he show. That, he played that show. There's like, a, you think, on oh, yeah, final show. They're going to be, it's going to be. And then so they're like, they, he's like, they like play a song. And then, then the audience is like, there's like. Right. And then people talking, you're like, oh, And they were shit. on the same label, Guided by Voices and My Dad's and Scat oh, Records. Oh, Scat Records, yes. that's yeah. right. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. But, okay. So by the time this record came out, he basically was releasing them on his own label, right? Yeah, well, no, I mean, I'm not sure if this is even his label. It might be because it's out of North Carolina and he lives there, so he might be partnered with somebody. Yeah, I think but, it's yeah. Unhinged. Yeah, unhinged, it yeah, might be right. it's it's his did. studio. So it came out of Unhinged. Is he? How old is he? I mean, do I didn't it's, see. It's hard to find stuff about him because his name is so common that yeah, there's right. a bunch of yeah. other people with his name. Uh, he's got to be close to sixty. That's what I figured. Or close a little to over, a little less. Yeah. Oh, okay. So what I got, what I was surprised was uh, a lot of the songs are actually sentimental. They're, they're kind Very, of sentimental yeah. on this record. I mean, yeah. it, but much. it's uh, but it's almost like a, a clinical. Oh. Sentimentality, you know, okay. it's kind of like a raw. It's very clinical. That's what I just feel like. He's very specific in the words he uses, and uh, and. Um, what does he do? What's his gig? Do you know? Anybody know what he does during the day? Works at Works at Sunoco. Runs out wipes no, the windshield. No, 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 no idea. Mark Edwards, if you hear this. Give us a call. Yeah, Email yeah, us and us tell up. us what what it is that you do. For All right. A so this uh, so this record. Uh, let's start with the first song. Is the record is called Unmade. Unmade. And um, it's a, a lot of the songs are longer on this record too. I noticed. Yeah, six minutes. I think the first one. Yeah. But it but it's kind of cool. It's it's kind of like they're very uh, uh, deliberate. I feel like they're not like. Rush. The songs aren't rushed. They're very um, right. It precise. doesn't seem like a long song. It just you look at it and you're like, oh, it's like it's almost six minutes long. Yeah. And um, it's got some nice. Um, it's a guitar plague, I'm telling you. It's uh, okay. Putting those guitar lines <laughs> and guitar lines and layers. Yeah. And he's got you to the end of the song. Man. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, it's, yeah. All right, that's so all we start is. out unmade. He says, have, have I ever given you the chance to say no? 
Did I ever listen when you said, when you said no, no? Did I ever finish what I started that day? Was it okay? Do you yeah. ever think that it could never, never be, be too, too late? late? Is it too late? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's talking about getting old on this one. I'm afraid that I've lost, lost my mind. I'm afraid that I've run out of time. You said it's all right. The sun will shine again another day, which is kind of a fatalistic thing. Yeah, the, the sun is going to shine with it, whether you're looking at it or not. <laughs> yeah, and, and he's asking, like, do you ever think it could never be too late? Is it too late? But I think he's he already knows that, that it is too late. Well, if too late, yeah, you know. Is this a relationship, you think? I mean, that's what my question is. No, I think it's more about him getting, uh, you know, probably maybe old. Maybe, maybe he got some illness. Who knows, mm-hmm. you know? That's the way I... Because he had already, by this point, 2005, he had already been doing this for yeah. what? For well, this like, was billed uh, as like a reunion record? Yeah. So it had been a few 20 years? 20 years, well, but he had been doing... Yeah, because he started this thing in 80, uh, 84, basically. Yeah, so this right. is like 20 years into 86. it. 86. Yeah. Okay, so there's almost 20 years into it. Um, it might be like a 20-year thing, you know. Well, I just didn't know... I, I don't know what do. the gap between this record and the previous record They was. were pretty... They weren't that far. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. This, uh, this one... Yeah, let's see. Rat's I'm gonna Rat's got an entire. He's got the this entire. It. Uh, my dad is dead. Collection. He's got vinyl. He's got CDs. Rat is a completist. Uh, my dad is dead. Completist. See, uh, we go. We go get the. Uh, I can't tell. It's like this is '97 <laughs> or something. I think there was a big gap between Only three, this one. Yeah, because well, he so moved. He moved from Cleveland to North Carolina. Right. So maybe you know he's moving and you know. Let's see. Uh, Come on, where's it? They don't even have a Wikipedia entry. They do, but it's very scarce. Yeah, yeah it is. It is scarce. And it's yeah. like I said, it's hard to find stuff about this guy because of his no. common name. All right, so the next song is The uh, the Ladder, which is, this song sounds very uh, uh, poppy, almost like pop. Oh, God, there's my phone right There's now. Rob. Damn it. And that's really, Hoda- he's really why, why would Jeff Hodap be calling me now? What can he know, what is it? Want? I don't know. Answer the phone. <laughs> See what he wants. Who, who gives a shit? Hodap, tell him we're on the air. Hodap. Jeff. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Jeff Hodap. We're recording our we're recording our uh, podcast. That record got me high with our special guest, Mr. Rat Bastard, at the Dan Hosko Studio, and we have a special call in from Jeff Hodap. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big time. This is big time, Jeff. <laughs> No, I it's think it's, it could be a great time to call. Jeff Hodap, of course, was in the uh, great uh, Gainesville band Roach Motel. And before that. Hit him up, Jeff. When did I see you first? It's Barry Stock. Oh, God. Liquid Plumbers? Liquid Plumbers. Oh, first hardcore show in Orlando. <laughs> and now he's in a band called All the V-Words. He's a bass player now. So what uh, What are you calling me for, Jeff? Um, <laughs> it's going to be really mundane. I want something. Uh, of course. Why else would you call me? Well, I tell you what. When we take a break from doing our podcast, I will yeah. call you back, okay? Yeah. Very good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Jeff Odap, ladies and gentlemen. You, you should order, you should He's hear, really tall. He's handsome, too. He answered thousand dollars, but no one seems to be home. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll call you back, Jeff. All right. Look at that. We had a guest. We had a, 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 a celebrity guest call. You get a, on the break, he's going to be like, you need to edit that shit out. I don't want to be on the air. This is already, I don't be on your shit-ass podcast. This episode is already, I can tell, getting wildly out of here. That's no, okay. All right. So That's the second we song... The latter actually sounds kind of poppy. I think this is like the most poppy song on there. They're all kind of poppy. They, they, they are. are. They are yeah. kind of poppy. Yeah, They're this very. Is ca- a, this is yeah. a really good record, though. It's very uh, catchy. The Everything. songs are very catchy. And the, what the reviews were saying, there was a review I read of it, and it was someone actually reviewed this. It, it's true because it's not on. Like you go on all music, and you think, oh, all music. There's going to be a review for every obscure record on there. No, this record. No, nobody ever bothered to review it no. for all music. Can you give me a break. Over their head. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's over their head, pretty much. And so the review goes, "Oh, it's you know, he's like, it's like a throwback to like 1992." And I was like, "Dude, he invented that sound." Yeah. So it's it's his sound. Yeah. It's not like Hello. a throwback. Yeah, but they don't. There's no understanding of that. And uh, the lyrics in this, he, he's talking. This song, I think he's definitely talking about relationships. But it's almost like reading an academic textbook about relationships, the way he does it. He oh, says, maybe. listen to this, listen to this part. May, yeah, go. We're coded in anesthesia, ready for whatever's next. Preparation for the events that we can't expect. We're hoping for... Synesthesia. Synesthesia to give us the desired effects. Reparations for the events that we all regret. I mean, this sounds like. Yeah, this I get guy, the feeling that he's a not he's not a, 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 a he's a loser in love, maybe. Right. Uh, I, I was just saying, I sound like he'd be scary on may, a blind date. May, like if you had a blind date with this guy. 
<laughs> maybe. That's Apologies, Mark, if that's not the case. But <laughs> yeah. it's just the lyrics. But, but maybe somebody who's a little maybe uh, maybe focuses really intently on whoever there has a relationship with. Maybe, yeah. Maybe a little too intently. Now, was his? Uh, like I said, these songs are all very sentimental in a way, but clinically sentimental. But was was his stuff always like this? Like the early stuff too, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. It was, yeah. I okay. mean, I mean, there's, there's songs where he had some girl throw her boyfriend down the stairs. And stuff oh, okay. Like that. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, we have another guest. Have another uh, guest. Arias. Looking for the cigarette lighter or the God knows lighter. What he's going to light up. Arias. Yeah. Arias here as a special guest in the studio, but he doesn't have an actual microphone. You can yell hi, though, Arias. Hello. He's there we here. go. But yeah, there was a there was a, a a vet one time. One of those you know music conferences they had in New York and stuff. And I knew this guy Howie Klein from Four Fifteen Records and stuff. Right. So I run into him and he goes, I go, say, I guess he was he was working for Sire Reprise or something like that. And I'm like, yeah. I, he was like a big shot at the time. For, and I'm like, because you know he did Romeo Void and all that. So I go, uh, I go, uh, so how do I get a job as an A and R and fucking Reprise or uh, Sire? And he's like, well, you know, he goes, I'll tell you what, just give me three bands you'd sign right now. Mm-hmm. And I said, all right, you, you write me a check for $10,000, <laughs> and I'll give you three bands right now. Uh, get, so hey, what bands, so you didn't give him the bands, but no, what no, bands wouldn't give me the $10,000. What bands would you have given I, No, him? I did give him the bands. Oh, okay. So My dad is dead. Was no, I, no, I gave him, okay, I gave him, I go, at the time, it was, this was like 90, 91, somewhere around there, 90. And I go, okay, here you go. And I wrote him on a piece of paper mm-hmm. that he had. I go, here. I wrote on there a band. Whoops. I wrote <laughs> Ride. I mean, okay. there were bands yeah, that were yeah, hot yeah. at the time. <laughs> right. For you They're know, we're talking about <laughs> this is a major. This is for a major. You know, yeah, sure, right. Sire, yeah, sure. I said ah, I would go with Ride, Lush. Yeah. And a band I know you're not going to sign because of the name My Dad is Dead. There you go. But My Dad is Dead is the best artist of the three uh, by a mile. But I know you're going to sign because you're not going to like the name. Because, you know, because you're an idiot, you know. And so he goes, uh, so he, two months later, Ryan and uh, Lush were signed to Sire. And, uh, and uh, my dad is dead was not. No. Uh, you would have got the trifecta with that. Yeah, well. you would have. I think you would have been a good A&R guy. Although you would have made I would, so First many, thing I would have did was fire him. I, well, yeah. I would have fired say, Howie Klein. You would have told so many bands that they suck. That would have been my first thing. <laughs> fire Howie Klein. Yeah, you know. A, Tell them they suck is not necessarily the end of the line, though. No, Sometimes no, no. You, no, you that's rad, rad. Isn't that like, that's always your thing. You, If people suck, you have to tell them they yes. suck. So maybe they have a chance to like do something that well, they, doesn't yeah, suck. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's their only hope. That's it. Well, maybe. It might <laughs> uh, be no hope, but at least it's throwing it deep. <laughs> all right, so we come to, a, again, another damaged, I think this is like a damaged love relationship song. The next song I is think called I'm, My I'm Safe I'm looking Place. at some of the older lyrics, and I think that they're all damaged relationships. They songs. are, okay. So, so let's he listen had to issues. the guitar playing issues. right now. Yeah. <laughs> we'll bump that up, and you'll, yeah. it'll be in there. All you? right, In My yeah. Safe Place. Yeah, this is great. Now, this is a, this is another one. He, he makes Bob Mould seem like... Um, cheerful. Sen- yeah, yeah, cheerful in this. Because he says, um, will you take a chance on damaged goods? Do you love me just because you think you should? I was... I never was good at saying what I meant or picking up on vibes that <laughs> okay. you said you sent. Here's the, uh, <clears throat> here's the, uh, here's my sudden theory about the Mark Edwards lyrics. You know how all of Daniel Johnson's songs are about one girl that he actually never dated. He just oh, looked, yeah, observed her from afar. I'm, I'm going to say that this we're in a similar situation. I could see that. I the Mark that. Edwards songs are all about one relationship. Like that from went... junior high school. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we've all done a little of that, but you get, you got to get your inspiration somewhere. But um, there's a lot of the uh, looking at some other person and analyzing the relationship and what you what you need from them. Now, how is he live? What kind of performers? I know my one of my greatest his, his, his guitar playing is right on the money. I mean, it is yeah. okay. But so, when you I mean, when when you brought, I know you Brad brought him down. He played at Washington Square down here in like 1992, probably. One of my biggest regrets. I I didn't yet know. I wasn't turned on to my dad is dead. I thought they were one of Rats' uh, bullshit bands that that were horrible. So I didn't go. Uh, but what are you saying? At that point, he was still playing with really. a drum machine. So was it him? It was and... a drum machine and a bass player. Okay, so it was him, a bass player, and a drum yeah, machine. Right, but not and... always drummer. He sometimes he just probably couldn't bring the drummer on the tour. Right. right. Okay, okay. Yeah, drums are a bad yeah. pain in the ass. Exactly. So, but how was he? What kind of guy was he as a frontman? Was he like talkative to the audience? Or was he like all he's business? Very, uh, no, he's just a very he's chill dude. Man. Yeah, yeah, I think chill. It's that was the yeah. the vibe I got from the videos was he was just 
you know, it was. It's not a. It's not like Pollard where he's yeah. jumping around. Yeah, and he don't. Doing. He don't have to. He's got the music is so good that he doesn't have to do anything. Let me it just say really that <laughs> I'm looking at the lyrics of this CD. Um, out of which which album is this? It's, it's so. It's got the <laughs> smallest lyrics I have ever seen in my life. Yeah. On this inside of this, that's oh shit! Look at that. There's no way yes, you could be no, able to read no. that. You need super readers for that. I, right? There's I don't a lot read of lyrics. I just I yeah. Just I mean yeah. Them, so. <laughs> uh, by the way, I wish I wish this episode was on uh, was on could be on YouTube. Like could have uh, a video too, so people could it would see be good, but... the Dan Hosker studio because it's just uh, we've got instruments wherever you look. We've got equipment. You got vintage equipment. You got new equipment. You've got a, a machine that that cuts. Uh, Vinyl, Bye right? Man. You got a vinyl cutter, and yeah. you have Aria laying on the on couch, the couch. Right. <laughs> smoking cigarettes, making and, himself home like he's been living here for twenty on years. ESPN yeah. on the laptop, <laughs> like he's never gonna leave. Yep. But oh. you are gonna leave, right, Aria? Yeah, he's got Eventually. a new place on the Miami River, living with what's her name. Yeah. <laughs> One, One day, day at a time. That's, that's right. It's way to be. Well, he was out sitting for two weeks. That was all right. Oh. Yeah. Okay. But now he's Speaking got a GTFO, right? Speaking of one day at a time. We got the next song is called Nova Kane. Oh, this one, yeah, right. And this song, see, I was thinking this song makes it clear to me why you why you like this band. I know you say you like the band, but for the music and for the guitar playing, but it's also the lyrics. I know it is because I know you're also into who who do you love? You love Mark Eitzel, American Music Club, right? Okay, but, and, but why are you so on the lyrics? I mean, because because you, we got to talk about something, right? <laughs> play some guitar parts. We man. will. We will. That's what editing is for. They have this new thing where you can put in the stuff afterwards. Oh, 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 Multi-track oh, recording. I'm waiting for the music. No, 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 you won't hear the no. music. It'll be in there later. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, man, we, we haven't heard any music yet. Thank you, you for listening. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Another right. guest. <laughs> right. <laughs> we. I think for our guest for only, that one. Only virgins on our show. well. Without the music, without the music, I can't comment on the key, the important things of what's happening in the That's this okay. Album. We're doing, you're doing fine. You're, you're doing, doing good. Yeah. There's you're no, there's like special Groucho will be here in a minute and, uh, you know. <laughs> there's, still, there's harmony parts that are brilliant. Okay, but, I mean, you know. But, but Mark Eitzel, I've seen you do perform Mark Eitzel songs where it's just you reciting Mark Eitzel lyrics. So I don't do, tell yeah, me I, you aren't a lyric guy. You're a lyric guy, too. Yeah, but I'm just saying. When, you know, when they're really good lyrics. We, but and it, these are we good. should be talking more about the guitar playing. All right, we will. There's, uh, we will. there's great guitar playing. The guitar playing will be the, in there, but... <laughs> It'll be in. in fact, let's pause. Let's just pause, and we'll have a good uh, part Is with awesome our... guitar parts. Everyone be quiet. And... That was awesome. That was awesome. That's right, man. That was a great part. <laughs> we'll put it in later. That was a phony pause. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah, it'll be fine. It's all going to work right. out, uh, He says, I don't want to see... Put down that gun. I don't want to see... Phil, Phil, inter- put down that gun. I don't want to see entertainment masquerading as something it's not. See, this is you rat... I feel like... All right, uh, listen to this. Listen to this. Yeah. Um... I don't want to see entertainment masquerading at something it's not. I don't want to hear speculation, obfuscation, opinion is fact. fact. I'm not interested in complications, expectations that are lower than dirt. dirt. Rat, this sounds like one of your Facebook posts. (laughs) (laughs) This could be one of your rants. This is uh yeah so I'm um, I'm even though you say you're it's all about the guitar and the music which it is this is great I I know you're into this um because there's a cynicism in this stuff like a really Poli- and he's got political cynicism. you see I'm not amused staring at the cable news it's propaganda spews poison my way it seems we love our liars looking smart and acting dumb under a corporate thumb is where we're gonna stay you see I'm on fire listening to the radio it's such a shame you know. I love so, see. I love when stuff when it's written and you could be written like right now. Yeah, yeah, it was oh, yeah sure. This could have been written in two thousand. Yeah, well, shit's been fucked up for a while, eh? Uh, it has. And also, you know what? One thing I noticed: the whole sound of this is. Um, it could be of any time. Like you listen to this. Yeah, it it's recorded. Been recorded. It's not dated. Yeah, it's not dated. It's not dated. Not dated. It could. All right, so now I think it's a good time. Uh, we're about halfway point. We're going to take a little break. We're going to make sure Ari is still breathing. Uh, we're going to refill our drinks. And then we're going to come back with Rat Bastard at the Dan Hosker studio with uh, part two of My Dad is Dead. We'll be back. Is This Tomorrow started out as a comic that ran in the Tallahassee, Florida college paper, The Florida Flambeau, in 1991. After running a number of strips, the editor became infuriated with the content of the strip, finding it inappropriate for the readers of a college paper. After a strip about a bachelor party, where Bonnie Rubble was killed after an argument with a pimp, ITT was no more. Luckily, many of these early strips that survived are available on the isthistomorrow.com website in the archives. 
In the past 15 years, Is This Tomorrow has appeared weekly, though the format has changed. The current strips are in full color and focus on current events and the absurdity of modern life. Many of the strips in the archive cover genres such as science fiction, satire, horror, biography, humor, and true crime. ITT has no paywalls and no fees required to enjoy. So make ITT the second window open on your computer at work that you minimize when your box walks up to your cubicle. Isthistomorrow.com and for associated merchandise, society6.com forward slash isthistomorrow. Okay, well, we were just talking about... Well, we got to talk about it so everybody will remember to put it in there. Right. <laughs> we were talking about the guitar playing and Mark Edwards' guitar playing, and uh, this is That Record Got Me High. That's Rob Elba. That's Barry Stock. We're here with our special guest, Rap Bastard, at uh, Dan Hosker Studios in Miami Beach. And we were... Uh, Rat was quizzing us on this particular <laughs> he song. He was playing, he was blasting uh, My Dad Is Dead that in song, the studio. And I said, it sounded like he's got a tune in fifths. And he said, there's a 12 string, tune in fifths, and he got it from a Texas band. Called Space Opera. Space Opera. So, 1974. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you don't have to tune a 12 string in octaves. You can tune it however you want. <clears throat> but you got to keep track of what's going on. It gets real hard to keep track of what's going on after a while. You have to be, uh, I have done that and then... It gets a little bit. Uh, a song know, called "Holy River" by Space Opera. Yes. So we're gonna. We'll, we'll, that song will it's appear. It's amazing. You still have, Burnett recorded still have brain that band. Really? It's a Texas band that recorded them in Canada. I guess in Toronto. So. They, they had, had to flee. Record. They had to flee north of the border. One, one, one the amount of useless musical knowledge you have, right? Not Never. useless. It just came in. It just came in handy. <laughs> no, right you're there. right. It's actually useful. It's the opposite of useless. I'm right there, you go. All right. So we can, We're at the fifth song of the record, and it's called "Maze of My Mind." Right. Um, and yeah, like I, we were saying before, these songs really do have like a, a timeless sound to it because it could yeah, have, it doesn't could have easily been an eighties song, a nineties, two thousand. You can't pin it down nope. to a certain genre. But the one thing he does, he double tracks his vocals all the time. So he, he I don't recall ever hearing a song where he. That's a, a fan of that. You're a big fan of that, right? Well, double no, vocal. not really. But I thought you were. <laughs> no, but not. it's what his sound. Right, That's his like, sound. Yeah, but what he's really great at is sparse harmony parts that are strategically thrown in throughout his, all his music. And, okay. And it's so effective. It's ridiculous. And it's him harmonizing with himself, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Sometimes when it's good, when it, when you've got a singer and they have a dis, sort of a distinctive voice right. and they harmonize with themselves, yeah. sometimes that really works. Good. Yeah, that, that, that David Bowie guy was pretty good at that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, he was. He was the gold standard of harmonizing. Well, David Bowie, you know, David Bowie sounded like David Bowie on everything. He did never applied his voice to this music. He, I mean, he was terrible at that. He was like... You could, whatever the music was, he would sing like. Yeah. It, it was horrible. It was so out By of the place. way, but but you you love David Bowie though, right? Yeah. When he but when he sings like <laughs> when but if he's singing like David Bowie, you just we just gotta try to keep that's the music the, out of your head. Think about Rat. Even when Rat loves you, he'll still give yeah. you shit about something. Right. <laughs> I'll rip him. Out Those of background it. vocals on uh, Satellite of Love though, that the end. Bum bum bum. Oh yeah, that's oh, beautiful. Bowie, oh. Jesus Christ! But he, Bowie always sang like Bowie. He sang no yeah, what the right, music, right. Whatever the no, music, he made sung, no attempt to sound no. like anybody else. No, 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 no. Wasn't that he made no attempt to sing with the music? Oh. I'm saying he didn't. He didn't match the music. He okay. just sounded like Bowie over it. Yeah. It's horrible. You too can bad listen he, to. Too bad he didn't live long that, enough for you. Well, no. There's a lot of there's a lot of examples of that. And when you go and listen back, you're gonna start laughing. Go, yeah, you're right. He sounds. He just came sound like Bowie. Bring me that Ouija board. I just want to point out lyrics in uh, Maze of My Mind. This one part where he says, "This morning I, I lost my sense of balance in, in the hall. Oh yeah, he I falls. had to use oh, my, my arms to break my fall, stop the floor from Talk hitting about, me. Yep. This yeah, morning, man. I guess I'd say I felt a little strange. I wish my body could be exchanged for a 21 year old. Yeah. I think we could all relate oh, to that, man. right? Right. <laughs> but I then my you have arms to... to break my fall. That's yeah. Yeah. It's great because you know we. We've all done that. Yep. And we all wish our bodies could be... Yeah. He was getting yeah, up in the middle of the night. He's lyrics like that. That's nobody. my point. No, That's no. my point. It's very My head unique. is chock full of cliches rolling around inside. There's something around the corner waiting. There's something in the air tonight. I'd, I'd write, fight my way out of this paper bag, but my hands are tied. <laughs> yeah, man. 
That, that is great. He's and, uh, uh, self-deprecating for sure. Yes. Um, all right, so we get to song number six, which is Once You Know. And this is actually a short, finally a short song, like a right, three-minute right. song in the record. And it's cool. It's got This song's got more of like a post-punk sort of sound to it. It's definitely, yeah. uh, it's cool. And uh, it says, um, soon the walls will be yeah. coming down around your head. Yeah. Who will remember you ten years after you were dead? Turn off the television. Get, get yourself, yourself up, up off the couch. couch. Yeah, you yeah. over there. Now this is see Rat. This is another thing because Rat, uh, you don't really watch TV. Rat doesn't no. watch TV. Yeah, because it's a waste of time. So this is Rat. Good for you, Rat. By the way, Rat. Although look, Rat does have a giant TV there, but you you you, you, you watch um, sports, yeah, little if, football, yeah, if it's right? a big game. Or that's something. it. But that's it. Rat. Doesn't I did basically for hurricanes. Yeah. There you go. Here it comes. He has to know when you have to run through the building and tell everyone to evacuate. Yeah. That's your job, right? No, no, you out of here. Last yeah. chance, or they're going to paint the red X on your door. <laughs> All right, so we get uh, number seven song is Oasis. And this is like this is a, like the sweetest song on the record, I think. Yeah, right. Oh, the, it is. Oh, yeah, the, well, the, yeah I mean, this me. one makes it sound like he actually has a family. Yes. People live in <laughs> but there. It's bullshit. <laughs> I don't think it's true. <laughs> You think it's just like a fantasy? I think, but he's singing about yeah, sweet song about your home being your oasis. And, and it um, is, um, it is. The nights at home are extraordinary in their simplicity and their calm. As happy as we could wish for is this is as close to peace as we've come. And then a few lines down, skip down a few lines, and we get back to the world is a mortuary <laughs> in which we are all bound by choice, choice or force, or simply living. This race is a pointless ferry, a dangerous and lovely ride. Throughout all of our lives, we carry the reasons we never arrive. So he starts off good, and then uh, as 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 uh, he's, the reality sets in again, he makes it all you know about halfway through the song, and then you know he wakes up. Oh, that was that. You know, I'm I'm here. <laughs> Here I am in North Carolina or Cleveland or wherever. And yeah. So he's saying, so it's very, and it's a sweet, it's a pretty song. But he, when he says, our home is our oasis in life. Our home is our oasis of love. I'm not buying it. No, you're right. Because right? it, it, it breaks down towards the end. And so why would he go, why would he, um, why would he start off one way and then just. Do, do we pass the song yet where he goes, the song is so patriotic it stops all the bleeding? <laughs> like, that's a great line, dude. <laughs> That's the greatest slide on the whole album. You probably missed it, idiot. That yeah, is good. yeah, probably. Yeah, well, we are in. That is one of the best. It might not, Finally, you've you've hit it, on the secret I'm of our. I'm not podcast. sure it's on this album. It might not be on this one. Maybe not. Maybe. Like no, I said, right. I got all his. We're records, still so. idiots. We're still idiots, though. Yeah. yeah. Regardless. Maybe it's not that. on this one. It's. I think it. I think well, it might be. We'll yeah. research that on the uh, yeah. internet. Yeah. Uh, and now we get to another. The next song is really pretty. Uh, the well. This is the one that's a really pretty sounding song. Yes. And uh, and it's probably his least creepy love song on this record I think yeah um, because he says uh, he you says, noticed it <laughs> the way you phrase that <laughs> least Le- creepy yeah, the least creepy wow, on the record they're all kind of cre- I, I don't know I get the creeps a little from creepy. it yeah, it's probably it's my just, dad is dead yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you're right you're right it is yeah. it just I don't know I just but my vibe is that you know he would be he's probably um, because someone driven like this to put out you know, in obs- relative obscurity, uh, uh, records like this is to be driven in a particular way yeah. and to do it over a period of many, many years. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much by years. himself as the single, you know, the sole creative force. Do you like, think, yeah, did he ever sell? I mean, he couldn't have sold a lot of records, right? But I mean, he, uh, was, he was on some label. He was on Homestead. He yeah. was on Scat. And then yeah. he did his own stuff. So he probably had He like, was also on, uh, on uh, that uh, Austin label. But, uh, don't worry about it. We'll figure it out. It's not like he didn't. I mean, he emperors ne- whatever. He influenced a lot of people, and but he he definitely influenced Bob Mould. I could hear that. Oh my sure. God! Yeah, he, he influenced a lot of people. But he yeah. never. But he obviously never broke over to the next level. But I'm sure he had. He had. A, he had. Like a, I wonder if like you know. Okay, somebody. I mean, you know, he's on the same label as Sonic Youth and and Dinosaur Junior and the X and and all those people. I'm sure were influenced and guided by voices. I'm sure all those. Bands were influenced by Mark Redwoods, right? So um, you know, maybe so. you know, you wonder, was he? Maybe he wasn't able to like t- 
tour extensively? Did he tour? I mean, because, you know... He toured a little, yeah. No, yeah. he toured down in Miami. I mean, Yeah, but, know. I mean, a lot of times band, those bands, you know, they get in the van and they just go. But, I mean, you know? he don't have to tour. His records are so good. Why would he need to tour? <laughs> yeah, there well, seems to be a correlation more. with okay. getting in the van and touring and, no, and selling. And, no, you know. no, there is no correlation. Yes, because, there is. Because <laughs> yeah. Steely and Dan didn't tour. They sold yeah, millions but they, of records. It's, it's their special Come case. Come on. They're no, special just, case. Oh, so is my dad is dead. Contrarian. Always the contrary. I think my yeah, yeah. dad is dead is better than. Uh, well, <laughs> okay, you think that? Now, well, I, well, no. Here's the I, thing, though. He is better than. Because, like, really if I had never, one. if I had never seen, if I'd never seen Sonic Youth live that first time in '86, where I was like, I had heard their music and I was like, oh, this sounds cool. I like this. And then you see it, and you're like, holy shit. Okay, but that that band, they need to play it live. True. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. I, I yeah. Mark Edwards you have a point. doesn't. Have a point. No, Mark Edwards doesn't. Brad always has a point. <laughs> okay. And when you see Mark Edwards live, it's just ripping on that guitar, and you're like, yeah, okay. damn. And it's not, what he's playing is not impossible to play. But it's just good. It's just, it's just impossible to write because most guitar players suck. Wouldn't think of it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. So oh, sure. It's sure. not, he's, he doesn't, he's not interesting at all live. He doesn't have to be. Okay. What's interesting is what he's playing, and you can hear that on the record. Probably better on the record because he's doing all the guitars. Like, right. Well, I was going to ask. He's just trying like to, he, try to rush ever, it all. Did he, if he ever, did he ever, um, when they do, they did a lot. The things I saw seemed like it was a trio. Yeah. Did he have, did he ever add extra player, guitar player? I mean. I, uh, well, I Doug Gillard. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So he did. Who is a monster guitar yeah, player. Yeah. Doug Gillard is yeah. a great guitar player. Uh, all right, so we get to the ninth song on the record, which is called Down Is Up. And and the cynicism, after these couple of sweet songs, yeah, the right. cynicism is back. Right. Uh, the grievous uh, and the grieving out. sheep ready for shearing. Grant's getting some ice for his uh, if the, <laughs> non-alcoholic if, beverage. If the song is patriotic, it drowns out there all the bleeding. Yeah. Oh, go. that's it. Yeah, the, the bully with his seat. We didn't skip it yet. <laughs> Creeping. The bully with the bullets <laughs> creeps in secret meetings, shower us with lies, and lie about the meaning. That is great. Hell That's yes. actually a great go. group of lyrics. Right so there. It's, so, so is, it is on the album. It is. Yes, well, yeah, because right. this is... Uh, you don't know your own notes. This was 2000... <laughs> so this is during Bush. This is during... Uh, this is uh, during 2005. This is yeah. uh, George W. Bush. Yeah. So uh, um, he's got... He's talking about the various... Aspects of that uh, presidency don't look down because down is up, and which way is up again? So it's uh, you know it's a double speak. Uh, we're drunk on animosity, pretending that we that we are okay. We see the world in black and white. For simple minds are always in the right mind. Right all, right all, right all, right. Surrendered to the paradigm. We hope that sanity will come again in time. Yeah, don't hold your breath, Mark Edwards. <laughs> so, so what number is this on the record, this particular This is the song? ninth song. Okay, it's probably one of the best, probably the best song on the whole album. So he well, puts that in position number nine. That's, okay. Sometimes that's why you let other people sequence your records. There's, I've learned Well, no, I mean, he doesn't have to yeah, because yeah, all his uh, song, all the songs on this record are great. I, I agree. But that's probably the best song. And you have to go down to the ninth song on the record to really get your head blown Okay, off. right. Well, we've discussed, <laughs> Rob and I have discussed that there are records where the sequence seems... right. Well, the Nick Lowe record, where we did... We did yes, the, yes, right, uh, right, right, right. Um, but most artists, you have to do that because no one will listen to after the third song. After the, because they can't they have no more than three songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This guy has 11 great songs okay. on here. All so right, he right. can put his good song in the ninth position. Okay. And how uh, many copies did this sell is the question, right? Uh, so, right, no, that's the problem. Yeah. Ten. Well, I, yeah, right. I can't even find it. Right, Someone exactly. took my CD. I'm still trying to it's buy it. It's not on all music. It's crazy. It's I didn't, obscure, yeah. but Ratman Rat loves the obscure, obscure yeah, this one, stuff. Yeah, and it's a great, it's great record. It is great. It really is great. It's it's uh, a criminally obscure record. And we get to the tenth song. It's called Consequences. And this is another. This is the shortest song on the record, actually. It's a two-minute song, which for him, that's a, that's a really short song. You yeah. have a two-minute song. And uh, this one's also another punk, more punk-sounding yeah, song, whatever. Yeah. But he's talking about consequence, like literally, he's talking about consequences. I'm know? wishing for a life without the consequences. What would you pay for that? I'm talking about choice without the consequences. What would you pay for that? Regret leaves such a bitter taste. I'd rather go back to the alcohol. Yeah, uh, right now we're all uh, red. <laughs> We're not downing a Jameson on ice right now. Such, these accusations are <laughs> unfounded at best. Um, I drank a little bit of beer in college. Give <laughs> anyone been watching TV? You know what I'm talking about. Uh, I rather r- regret leave such a bitter taste. I'd rather go back to the alcohol. 
for some moments I can cut and paste. Don't have to look before I take the fall. And all the people that I've met and known, and all the objects that I've come to own, all the decisions that seemed wise at the time, not so important at the end of the line. So he's contemplating his mortality and the fact that it doesn't, he's got a little nihilistic streak there. It doesn't really matter because you're going to, yeah, yeah. that last sunset's going to come and the sunset's going to come up tomorrow. You're not going to see it and no, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> and he basically put, so he put out, one more record came out after this one a couple years later. Same though, label. Right? The same label about four years later. Okay, four years later and then that was yeah. pretty much it for the project. He yeah. kind of sat on the project. I mean, he probably got tired of yeah, I mean, beating his head against the, the wall. Are great. Uh, I mean, I don't know great. why he would get tired. I mean, he could still, you know, I mean, he why would he get tired of writing and recording? Because no one's listening you. to it. Because you can't, so because what? 10 people, I, yeah, you, you want people. He's got that, one maniac yeah. in Miami championing him. That's right. why. No, he's got a lot of people listening. <laughs> That's to true. No, no, but, I'm sure. I'm sure. But but not as many as should be. That that a guy. Well, whose fault is that? The A&R guy that didn't listen to you, that didn't give you 10 grand. Well, no. he would. If he gave me the 10 grand, he still probably wouldn't have signed him. That's true. But he would have got ride and lush, but he wouldn't have got. Yeah, we because they were hot. They were selling records. You know, yeah. they, were, they were big. How many times have I told the Ron Berman story on the air? I've said it a couple of times. You know. Oh, the uh, Nickelback. The Nickelback guy. Yeah, yeah. Right. Rat's a big Nickelback oh, fan. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> or I know the guy that signed him. Just this. Take that part out. <laughs> we don't edit. But Rat, what I love about you, Rat, though, is the you... only thing I ever edited out of the show was Rob saying that something needed to be edited out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. There you go. But Rat hates bands that everyone that you wouldn't think. Like Nickelback, obviously. No, I hate bands that suck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, okay. that we Which all is, do that. To you, it's yeah, like ninety percent of bands. Okay. Well, that's he's probably you know if they got, got he's if in if a, they're a rock band and they got yeah. one song on an album and they're terrible, man. And that song is probably boring and, and unoriginal <laughs> and the big start with. Well, this right that's. Dude, this record does not have a bad song on it, and the last song on the record is the title song, A Divided House, and this right. is my uh, favorite song yes, on the record. Song. This is my favorite song. I mean, yeah. The, you had um, to go down to the last song. Right. This is right. such a good well, song. Well, because he's, okay, you're right. He's assuming that people are going to listen to this all the way through. Yeah. And that um, you're going to. Yeah, heard it all. You're going to listen to it. It's like David. You want to hear it again and again and again. David Lynch's DVDs from his movies. The first time that they came out on DVD, they had no chapter markers. Yeah. So once you started watching the movie, yeah. you had to watch the either all the way through or start over. Uh, okay. <laughs> so it's kind of like that. It's like, all right, right. you're going to take this one as a as a work of art, all on its own. You're not going to cut it. And That's it. why that uh, YouTube track that has the entire album without breaking it up you could just play that that's through. true yeah, yeah that's, that's true. true you don't you're not yeah, worried yeah. about it and this song kind of sums everything up kind of sums everything that he talked about in the record yeah. up uh he's ta- he says um it starts out yesterday's issue was all about the, the money i heard a joke but it really wasn't funny no i found something but it can't be what i'm after just a bunch of lies hiding in the laughter yeah man he's a really good lyric writer seems some people are living out their dream now at the expense of the 90th percentile Seeing life through a rose-colored looking glass, do your part to perpetuate a lower class. So he's topical and on point still. Yes, and he's got a lot. Now, there's one line in the song. Did you notice? He says, "Lots of little Hitlers running on the loose everywhere." Yeah. Now, this is the this is the second time we've come across little Hitler, yeah, and actually true. the third because. Um, Nick Lowe had a song called right. Little Hitler. Well, the Rolling Stones used to book themselves as giggling Hitler. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know That's that. That's how they did. They were giggling Hitler. They, they, they would do play cut little club clubs. Gets, yeah. Tiny like clubs. Is that why the Eat called their label yeah. Giggling Hitler yeah, yes, Records? Exactly. Really? Oh, okay, tell me the band. Tell me the band that booked themselves as Soft White Underbelly. A Blue Oyster Cult. Fuck yeah, Blue Oyster Cult. Yeah, we got to do a Blue Oyster Cult right oh, yeah. here. We will eventually. Right, you you like Blue Oyster Cult? Oh yeah, right? I got a lot of records. first three records, man. That's those right. records wow, are awesome. A lot of them. Lot of them yeah, yeah. Final solutions are a dime a dozen if you care. History doesn't matter because we'll all be dead anyway. <laughs> if we speed the rapture, maybe then we'll all fly away. So he's he's got that. Uh, he understands where those uh, evangelical Christians are coming from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Still, again, I'm- more and more. 12, 13 years later, 14 years later, here we are again. Same shit, different decade. Right. Different bunch of bozos. So this is why, so this is basically, this is why the record's called The Divided House, this yeah, song, because he yeah. ends it, can't we stop acting like kids fighting all the time? Yeah. Right or wrong, it won't matter long, A Divided House Yeah, but on the, the cover's strong. nice, because yeah. on the cover he's got all this, like, this interracial group of kids on the porch of this house just kind of hanging out and looking like they're, uh, you know, being friends. This is right. totally pre-Facebook, isn't it? 
Uh, yeah, it is. So he actually predicted. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Facebook. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, don't let Rat kid you. Rat's all over Facebook. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm retired. I got nothing to do. And to me, it's That's hilarious. Right. Just need and it. I love making people miserable. We need you to get troll. Rat's right. a very good Facebook troll. I love troll. making people miserable. We need miserable. to get Tom Bauer. They're already out. miserable. Get I make some them Tom worse. Bauer shit going. <laughs> that you should edit out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, God. All right, so that's it. That Fantastic. was the last song on uh, My Dad is Dead, A Divided House. Um, yeah, it was really uh, it was really a good record, and I'm sure a lot no, of people... No, it's a great record. It's a great it's record. probably one of the greatest albums in the last 25 years. And, and yeah. this is also the most recent one I think we've done so far, 2005. Yeah. It is. is. The most we've been a little record. bit retro okay, but, in our But, yeah, but you can, this record is probably one of the best records but really, ever anyone, released. Yeah, anyone listening to this, just go check it out. It, on Spotify, on Spotify or on Utah, YouTube, YouTube, or you, or you can buy it. You can buy it on Bandcamp. You yeah. get you know yeah. right there and pay. That's get right. The guy makes, he has a band. He, he gets ten bucks. He's selling it on Bandcamp. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, he has a Bandcamp. Yeah. You can get yeah. wave file. I didn't see that files. one on Bandcamp. It was yep, it's probably there. just recently on it. It is. It is. It said it was actually two thousand. Yeah, yeah, he did. He put it up recently, so that's cool that it's on Bandcamp. So definitely. Check out My Dad is Dead. Uh, Rat, don't forget when the... So the uh, INC, the International Noise Conference, is in... February 6th to 9th. Hooker Hotel. 20, 20, 20, I'll tell you what. It's amazing. It's, it's a hoot. Whatever it's a blast. you think it will be, it's, it's yeah, more it's than fun. Yeah, It's fun. It's fun. It, the answer is it's, it's entertaining and fun. It yeah. is. It's and it's free. Hoot. It's not serious. It's all free. Or, and, and even the people that are serious, are, it's generally funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and no act lasts longer than 15 minutes. Right, so whatever, 10, even 15 if, minutes. Even yeah. if it's the most horrible thing you saw in your life, it'll be over soon. <laughs> it's like a you know right. All right. So what uh what are we doing next week, Barry? We got uh well we were listening to predict, it on the way no, down let's here. See, I predict Rat Rat hates this record. Oh yeah, well what we're gonna we our uh, okay uh, friend from Tallahassee, Florida named Steve Grothman from the 1980s. This is already bad. <laughs> <laughs> no no no, he's a good guy. He was uh, he was in a band with that uh that, yeah, anyway we'll talk about it next week. He picked uh a a. <laughs> Tattoo You by the Rolling Stones Which he says is the last good Not great yeah. Good Stones record And okay. so Okay oh, and we were, buying that And we were uh, We were looking at the Wikipedia page On the way down here And it was uh, Interesting Where this, this t- Stuff from this record came from It's both One after Emotional Rescue And, and Steve's a very great uh, And funny guy So um, right, We're looking cool. forward to it Yes, that's what we're doing next week. Uh, It'll be another another, another phone uh, nightmare um, episode. <laughs> All right, man. But thanks, uh, thank you, Rat, for inviting right. us into your yes, lair. Great. Thank you, Aria. Aria, are you awake? You, do you fall asleep? No, I'm Aria's awake. <laughs> I'm awake. We're at Dan Oscar Studio. Thanks again, Rat. And uh, this is uh, once again that's Barry Stock. That's Rob Elba. And don't forget our. Uh, uh, a Patreon. Patreon slash TRGMH. That's right. Uh, become a patron. Come now, on, do it. Our website, thatrecordgotmehigh.com. Yes, so uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks again, Rat. Uh, we'll see you next week. That record got me high. We're out. And the guy was like, the guy's like, looking at me like, the other two, two pilots looking at each other. All right, fuck it. Turn it on. Fucking cleared it. Thanks, man. You're right. And there was no sign of maintenance by the time you pushed. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, look, here we are. I go, dude, yeah, we do this on. all day, every day. I know you guys fly these airplanes every day, but I see, you know, 15 a day. Uh, well, you see two a day. Well, let me know. You keep your ear to the ground. If you hear of anything, let me know. My name what the fuck is Oh, this is thing is doing that. Let me know if you need anything. One, two. We're good. I'm on mono. I'm on one side. That's because it's in mono. That's what uh, you what get. Mean? You're in the middle. You should be in the center. Chat. Test, test, there, yeah. The but I'm only hearing one side, is what I'm saying. Oh, um. Oh, there it goes, there it goes. Yeah, right, okay, it's it. working now. Okay, just finicky. Just testing. Hey, hey, hey. Finicky and Irish one, work. two, three, four. I think uh, 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 yeah, it sounds good here. Everybody's in the same level. Yeah, check, check, yeah. check. Hello, hello, hello. My dad is dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, dad's yeah, dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, dad's yeah, dead. Barry, is your dad's dead? First thing I said when I got home, I said, hey, I need a shower. Yeah. Fuck, man. I flew fucking off.